Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right. Let's get to it. Pat Bradley. Hello. Hello, hello. Where are you? Hello, hello. Can you hear us, Patrick? I I can hear you. Yes. I can hear you. I'm physically in Charlotte, (laughs) sitting sitting at a desk. Gotcha. I think we got a. We're on the road today. Our delay is very insignificant. I think yours is maybe a little bit more so. So we're going to piece this together. Let's talk about Arkansas and A&M. The Aggies have won nine out of ten games, and they've had a little bit of trouble traveling to Fayetteville because the weather here has been messy up there, and it's about to get messy in our part of the state as well. Uh, A&M has turned the corner, Pat, it appears, from a rough start that included a loss to Wofford that Wes is having a hard time getting over. What what has been the difference for A&M as they have figured things out of late? Well, if you you're watching them play they're just extremely efficient they've uh it's taken them i think uh they had some turnover issues early on um and they've now sort of figured out who their what their rotations are who their roles are they've got a really good backcourt and wade taylor who has played fantastic under control gets them into the right kind of shot um and they have another kid, about 6'2", lefty guard, who has been fantastic. I mean, his kid's playing his way into first team all SEC. So they're just really efficient. Like, when you watch you watch them play tonight, and Arkansas is good, obviously as good as a defensive team as, as there is out there. But A&M, it's tough to speed them up into a bad shot. They've got two guys who are legit at getting the ball on the block. And they're not monsters, um, but they're under control. They're big, wide-bodied guys that they can you know, run an efficient offense. And they've got that kid in Radford who can shoot the three, but he is really comes down at you, aggressive, attacks on the, off the dribble. Um, and they're, you know, the, the biggest thing for them is they're the number one free-throw shooting team in the country. If not number one, it might be number two. So they get to the fruit line an awful lot, and that's um, their style of play. And and that I hadn't even started to talk about their defense, which is which is bugaboo. <laughs> well, that is a bad sign because yeah, they are Pat. And we looked at a bunch of numbers. That was one that that escaped me. We were talking about percentages. We should be talking about the number third in the country in field goal attempts per game and second in makes. So for an Arkansas team that really likes to foul. That seems like a problem tonight. <laughs> Free throw attempts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, because Arkansas is one yeah. of the worst teams in the country at fouls per game. And as we've seen it, game after game after game, their opponent goes to the free throw line a ton. Arkansas is only 316th, uh, Wes. I think you're overstating it. Out of 332. They're one of the worst hmm. teams in the country at yeah. fouling. Yeah, they are. 
So um, yes, we need a officiating crew tonight that's very lenient and lets them play. Pat, the Mitchell boys are celebrating their birthday tonight. Did you ever have a, your birthday celebrated on a game day? I don't remember when your birthday is. Did you? Is your back no, birthday no, falling in the season? No, it didn't. But um, that's good. I'm trying to. I don't remember if we had any celebration of any teammates during the season. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool having like a career yeah. night on your birthday. Wouldn't it be fun? It'd be great. I'd just be happy if they won. I don't care if they have a good night or not. I don't care if it's fifty-two to fifty-one. Here's <laughs> what I don't want them to do. I don't want them to blow a twenty-three point lead tonight in the last ten minutes because I can tell you, after watching that happen last night, it's not much fun if you're on the wrong side of history. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> um, no, it isn't. Hey, let's talk about Dexter Dennis, Pat. And I saw a write-up about that today. He and Ricky Council were teammates at Wichita State. Speaking of Wichita, mm. I guess uh, Dexter Dennis got to go visit his old buddies over there last <laughs> night before they ended up in Tulsa. But um, but he and he and Ricky likely to match up tonight as former teammates. Yeah, De- Dexter Dennis, who, who I've called Dennis Dexter many times, is uh, about 6'5". He is a sneaky great athlete. And he's had a, a game this year where, gosh, I think he was like five of six from the three-point line. He, um, you know, thinking of those two guys, the the similarities, I think, is that they are um, explosive athletes. Dexter Dennis is uh, a better three-point shooter, just like catch and shoot. He'll do that a lot. Um, and he's exciting and explosive in transition. Uh, so he... It, he he was he was a player we didn't know much about. Sort of like Ricky Council, probably. You know, they get they changed schools and now they're known. You know, Ricky, I think on the national level more than uh, Dexter Dennis, but Dexter Dennis is 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 making a name for himself within the SEC. But yeah, he's a rebounding, athletic, uh, but he's a much better shooter than I thought he was. To be honest with you. Well, I will tell you this. I don't know if people know Ricky Council more than Dexter Dennis, but nobody's ever called him Council Ricky, so you're probably on to something there. Fourth. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, Pat, what's Dennis going on with Alabama? A very popular first name. Um, yes. Ba- Bama, Bama's going to be fine. Yeah, I, I think people don't realize that they start three freshmen. One of their uh, – they've got another freshman that plays a bunch of minutes coming in off the bench. Yes, those three freshmen are like, you know, former well, future NBA players. At least two of them are. Um, so I think they, you know, they've they lost their edge a little bit last week. The Mississippi State they've barely beat Mississippi State, who actually comes out and has a great win against TCU. So that goes to show you, you know, what you thought about Mississippi State. You might want to pump the brakes on them, and um, you know they go into Oklahoma. And I just don't think they were ready at all. I think Oklahoma comes in, and we've seen it before. They shoot 75% from the three-point line. That kid, um, I can't believe I already forgot his name. Sherfield, Sherfield. I mean, he's just on fire. I mean, it's just like a clinic. And then once once they start getting rolling, um, I think Alabama just on their heels, and, and it didn't stop. So they're – they were going to have a week like this. The, the interesting thing is going to be, do they let Saturday turn into another loss? And is that compound? Or can they get right, um, get back to, you know, playing both ends of the floor? Really defensively is what really they look bad at 
against Oklahoma because they didn't shoot it well. However, you're going to have nights like that, we know. But defensively, they just, you know, they didn't defend the three. It was just, it, it was just a poor, poor performance on that angle. So, um, are, they are as good as we think they are. The question is, you know, how long is it going to take them to get back there? And will they ever get back to that, uh, that team that we've seen over the last couple of months? We're halfway through the SEC schedule. Who, uh, who do you think wins the SEC regular season title? And it's, you know, because Bama is still undefeated in the SEC, um, you know, they're obviously ahead of everybody. Now, Tennessee looks like today, Tennessee looks to be the team that's rolling. Um, but if you want to do, you know, the math, I mean, Alabama still got the lead. So unless somebody takes, you know, unless, I mean, they, they lost to Oklahoma. Last I checked, Oklahoma's not in the league yet. So Bama's still ahead, right? Yep, that's true. Okay. So. What you think of the somebody... challenge? <laughs> yeah. Unless... I was waiting yeah, for you to make the excuse, Pat. No, I don't mean to. I don't mean to gig you. Uh, before uh, before you change, let me stick on that real quick. Yeah. Last game of the year. A and M host Alabama. Mm. It's my my pick. The winner of that game is going to win the SEC. Wow, Wes, I love it. Even after A wow. and M loses tonight. Okay. All right. You're the one who pointed it out to me. A&M's schedule that's remaining is very, very, very soft. Yeah. They have their Tennessee, Alabama, both at home. Uh, the, the, look, the, the, and the, some of the road games they have coming up are very winnable. It's very manageable. They've got a nice schedule coming down the stretch. Yes. So, anyway, just a little tidbit. I'm planting a seed there for you, PB. I forgot we talked I about it. I love it. I love it. would be interesting. I, I didn't forget because every time I go to my Oakland account and see futures bets, that one pops up as A&M winning the regular season title. And how much did you get that? 3000 wow. Good work. Plus 3000 Pat, let me ask you about the, ch- the challenge this weekend. And uh, I jokingly said that, you know, you would kind of have some excuses. But the Big 12 is really, really good, turns out. 7-3 and three against the SEC. Admittedly, A&M didn't play. But right. – um, South Carolina didn't either, so <laughs> we'll call it even. What uh, What did you think of the games? Because there were some shockers. I mean, Mississippi State beating TC. There were certainly a couple of really quality yeah. wins in there for the SEC. Yeah, it was. And um, you know, one thing you you can see how in probably non conference games, like home court advantage, usually is is a huge indicator of it. But yeah, like you said, I mean, if we, I mean, if you could remove. You know, unfortunately, Ole Miss isn't having a great season. You put Texas A&M in there, and LSU is about as he's struggling as about as much as anybody else. I mean, I, I I would love to at least give Vanderbilt a chance to compete in one of those games, but it is what it is. Um, so overall, you know, there were you you can look at the SEC won at six four last year, right? The, the the SEC Big 12 Challenge. SEC wins six games, Big 12 wins four games. Fast forward a couple months, the SEC has an abysmal NCAA tournament outside of Arkansas going to the Elite Eight. So, you know, there there are going to be, you know, just because you lose the, lose the challenge this year 7-3 doesn't mean um, much of what's going to happen for the success of the rest of your season, I guess. And it was the last year of it, too. Next year, next time it's going to be ACC Challenge. 
So I think it was it was it was fun. I like the regional rivalries with Oklahoma State um, in particular and Oklahoma, but we always play Oklahoma anyway. So I think um, I think that that probably be the sad thing that goes away, but be a new day. Lenardi and Palm continue to put out their weekly predictions on the postseason path. They've each got six SEC teams in there, and Arkansas is anywhere from, what do we say, Wes? Eight to 11. Eight to 11, Pat. Yeah. Um, you know who's not we- in there? A&M. And, and, and uh, I believe, isn't Kentucky on the outside looking in? There's no, he had Kentucky. I think it's 11. I thought that was a little. One of them had four. Kentucky as a first four out, yeah. Maybe not been one of those two, but anyway, what what are you? Uh, what's wrong with? I don't say what's wrong with Kentucky. They've been playing better, yeah. And they gave Kansas all they wanted this weekend. But what what do you think about Kentucky generally? Are they a tournament team at the end of the year? Yeah, they're a tournament team, and it may be, you know, could even be a ten seed. It may even be the playing game. Um, <laughs> but they're just they're not on. You know, they're not in the. If you look at their losses this year, outside of South Carolina. You know, they lose to Kansas double digits, Gonzaga double digits. Um, so they, they're just, you know, they don't have the same talent that they have. They're not in that top tier, you know, and it's sort of strange to see a Kentucky team like that. Um, but it's just that they, I think that's who they are. I don't think that, you know, they may get, you know, maybe they'll play well and shoot well and, get to a sweet 16 but I, I just they don't have a, as much firepower and the, the guys that they they thought um would get a little bit better this year haven't you know Shibway is he does about as much as you want Shibway to do I mean he's not you know it's not him it's um you know it's outside of that you know you have a point guard and a um uh, perimeter player came back from last year. They don't see, you know, they seem to be sort of the same player. I think Cal probably was like, guys, I, th- I, I, you know, thought we'd get a lot more out of you. His transfers have been sort of inconsistent. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's. I think it's a combination of, you know, maybe you misevaluated a couple of guys you thought would have been better for you, and. Um, you know, the pressure playing at Kentucky, it's like, you know, you could lose guys really fast. They can really get down on themselves if they don't see success because there is an element of uh, pressure there. So, I, I mean, I think they're going to finish out the season winning, you know, the games they should. Um, I don't see them I – don't, I don't see a South Carolina-type upset happening again. Um, I think that sort of woke them up like, you know, if we don't defend, if we don't – you know, give some that level of energy. Like, I think Kansas is, was just a better team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for them to beat Kansas, they would have had to, you know, their shooter Frederick doesn't make a shot. You know, you've got to have, like, your shooter at least make a couple of threes. You know, so none of that stuff uh, was clicking for them. So they, they can't just win off of athleticism uh, and height like they have in the past if they aren't shooting the ball well. PB, I was going to ask you about, uh, you were just talking about Kansas. Kansas is hosting Kansas State tonight in what should be a dandy. And Kansas State is getting key contributions from Marquise Noel, who, by the way, is on the Wooden Award watch list and others. He's playing unbelievable basketball right now. And uh, and then Desi Sills has been a, a good contributor Desi. for them as well. I mean, you want to talk about two 
remarkably good reclamation projects. Pretty amazing what, what's been going on with those two guys in Kansas State. I don't know if you've seen that much. But uh, they were very impressive over the weekend, and I think they got a real shot tonight in Lawrence. Yeah, they, they've been probably the talk of the entire country when, it's, when it comes to really out of nowhere. Because I think, I don't know if they were picked last in the Big 12, but they certainly were picked at the bottom of the Big 12. And a lot of it is, yeah, you don't know what kind of transfers you, you're going to get. I mean, you may, you know, Keontae Johnson, who played at, was the SEC preseason yep. player of the year two years ago. He's playing like, you know, he's going to be in conversation with the Big 12 SEC player of the year. So, um, and Noel is, like you said, has played well. Obviously, Desi Sills is, you know, an older player that has been, you know, in a lot of basketball situations, so he, sh- mm-hmm. you know, quite frankly, he should be playing the way he is. I mean, it, you know, he played at an SEC school. I believe he started a handful of games, right? Oh yeah, for right. several years. Yeah. So I mean, and that was two years ago. Yeah. So he should be producing the way he is producing. Is my point. Yeah. Um, and Keontae Johnson, you know, it, we knew how talented he was. It was just. Would he, after what happened to him, be able to come back and, and do it again? And, my goodness, he's he's showing that he can. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's just those those three. And there's other guys, too, but certainly Noel and uh, Keontae Johnson are playing mm-hmm. about as good as any anybody in the country. All right. And uh, that we're talking to Pat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> talking to Pat Bradley, if you're just tuning in. It's brought to you by our friends over at River City Flooring. You can get their website, rivercityflooringinc.com. Check out their multiple locations, including the one – I don't know if that's officially North Little Rock or Mombell, but it's on Mombell Boulevard right off 430, conveniently located, great spot. Um, a couple things off topic here basketball-wise, Pat. Uh, Tom Brady is rumored potentially to be in the running to go out to San Francisco. By the way, we got the news about Brock Purdy. It's going to be at least six months. He's got a UCL injury, I think is what it was. Tommy John surgery, yep. Okay, Tommy John surgery. So hopefully he can revive his pitching career next season. But hmm. uh, he's he's obviously uh, – it's not the way he wanted his year to end. What do you think about – Tom Bay D. Is that what we're going to call him now if he goes from one bay to the other? He go from Tampa Bay out to the uh, San Francisco Bay? Tom, Tom Bay D. Going back home to finish the career. What do you think? I think it's what he's been waiting for. He wanted to do it a couple seasons ago. Instead, they went with that MFR. So, he, uh, <laughs> this is this is the kind of like, you know, I'm sure – I'm 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 sure if things could work out, that's exactly where he'd want to he'd want to end up. And in uh, the 49ers, uh, how many quarterbacks have they've had um, over the last couple seasons? And they always end up in position to have a chance. Um, so you're right. Something right. There, well, there's no doubt. When you got a lot of the pieces in place, it it certainly makes the job a lot easier for the old quarterback. Let me ask you about one other thing. One of our questions of the day today. I've been I've been beating this drum for a while. I'm the only one with a drumstick in this particular argument, I think. But I will I'm just saying as far as like if I'm going to go listen to music, I would pull up Janet's catalog above Michael's. I'm not saying she's a better performer. I'm not saying she's more influential on pop music. I'm not saying any of those things. All I'm saying is wow. I like listening to her music better. You give me your top 10 songs and Mike's top 10 songs. I'm going to pull up Janet every time. Where do you come down on this argument? Will you, wow. will you at least give any validity at all to my 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 argument here? Give me give me give me give me the first four Janet songs. Just jog my mental, just shake my well, just, just rattle my like, cage. 
Here's the thing. I like the fun ones, but I was thinking, too, like if you put her songs up now to PB, uh, because she's got a couple of songs that are pretty, you know, kind of sexual in nature, let's wait a while. But then you got dirty, a couple dirty songs like If. What was the one you mentioned, Chuck? Uh, you said, uh, what about that one? What have you done for what me What have lately? you done for me lately? The Taylor Swift, Janet Jackson song. Nasty. You know? Nasty. Nasty oh, boys. Nasty. Uh, control. That's the way love goes. Uh, when wow. I think of you, Rhythm Nation. All right. Black Cat, which I love Black Cat. I don't know what that song. That's like Black Cat is like a Michael Jackson song. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what the story is. I just like the song. It's cool. It's toe-tapping music. Black Cat? <laughs> yeah, Black Cat is the name of the song. Something about a black cat? I don't think it's actually about a black cat, no. I've never really read through the entire set of lyrics, Wes, but I don't think that that's what it's about, no. Anyway. Not literally. Not literally. Yeah. So that's just my that's my thought, Pat. And I don't think it's probably trending well on our Twitter poll. Christian can update us on that. But that's just me. This is me. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you should feel as bad as uh, other people want you to feel about it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig a deep dive into Janet versus uh, Mike. I guess you know, there's certain things like you know, Mike's, whether it's Billy Jean, a bad, or Thriller, it is just carved into the stone of my brain and my heart to mm-hmm. where it's like you know, it means something. Gotta go back to the Jackson. If you give the Jackson Two, Five in there, sure. Obviously, the Jackson Five stuff's great. Right. Even the Victory Tour, I love. They had a couple of great songs come out of there. Yeah. So I'm right. not saying that. I'm just saying. I guess also, like some of his songs, I I can associate with moments in my life. Yeah. Uh, getting the, the Thriller album when me and my brother got the Thriller album when he's on the cover with a little tiger and he's got his veins coming out of his hand that has uh, the glove on it. I mean, it just. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of some of his things just are imprinted in your brain that maybe she does have better music, but the emotional attachment, sure, to the king of pop. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking. Yeah, ah, first time you kissed a girl out behind the old school in the schoolyard there, listening to Pretty Young Thing. I mean, you know, those are magical <laughs> moments, buddy. Yeah, right. You were probably right. you were actually probably listening to New Edition or one of the Bobby Brown uh, songs. You were you were finding out the truth about a Roni. In the uh, in the schoolyard, probably more than yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we were singing "Please Don't Go Girl" by NKYOTB. Oh, buddy, that's the good stuff right there. That is, yeah, that's. We got actually boy band birthday today, but you'll just have to wait for that one. So, all right, PB, what happens tonight? Hogs win and cover. Hogs win and don't cover. Hogs lose. Um, I don't even know what the line is. What what is three and a half? By the way, did you see that A&M had to, they got diverted to Wichita? Yeah, Pat, you know about Wichita, don't you? People train runs out of there. Uh, yeah, that's that's just enlisting you a hog. Yeah, people train runs out of Stubville. Anyway, so. Stubville. So the weather's that bad, huh? Gosh. Yeah, they, they landed in Wichita, drove to Tulsa, and then they're driving from Tulsa to Fayetteville today. Um, I, I think I think the Hogs um, win and cover. I think um, – I don't think the free throw line disparity is going to be as big as it has in some of the other games, despite, you know, A&M obviously living off the free throw line. I think, you know, Muss is going to get on them early. Hopefully the crowd's going to be loud. Um, I'm assuming we're going to see some sort of a zone or something that's going to force us to make some shots. So, and, and I think we will make some shots today. Um, yeah. Hopefully, can Pinion get a shot off? Not from the bench. At all, you think? 
<laughs> well, they put him in the game. So <laughs> good point. They, good. Point. They give him some minutes. He will probably. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. So, but yeah, Buzz is a good coach. But it's going to be nice. again figuring out that zone, that half court zone, getting good shots mm-hmm. against that. All right, let's hope you're right. We will join you again next week. Thank you for the insight, my friend. You can be on the set tonight. All right, boys. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll do. Yep. Who, yeah. who are you working with? William. Who's on the desk with you? Oh, a little Dari a little Patrick Young, football uh, Florida Gator. Yeah, I remember Patrick. Mm-hmm. Spells it with a uh, C, right? Ends in a C and no K? Yes. yes it gets shorter exactly. to K. Yeah. It's like uh, Charles Schwartzel. It's like, where's the ES? I'm missing my ES, Dad. No, you're just Charles. If you if you really play well, we'll give you the ES, Mr. Schwartzel. But until then, you're just Charles to you and me. That's it. Sorry, buddy. Same thing with Patrick. Feel bad for him. You tell Dari mm-hmm. I said what's yeah. up. Will do. You tell him the next All right, time boys, I'm in Charlotte, he's taking me out. Ha! Heck yeah, I'm going to tell him. Yep. And he better do it. Yeah, he better. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, boys. Appreciate it. Thank you, River City Flooring. No doubt. Appreciate River City Flooring immensely. RiverCityFlooringInc.com is their website.